0: Chapter 1. The sound of ten thousand wild apes was on the wind. It drifted over the terrain on an unsteady breeze. It floated over us and disappeared, only to come back. The naked horde was near, where we weren't sure. At the end of the dam, Murphy looked at me and said, "'Well?' "'Bon Jovi concert?' Murphy bit back a laugh. "'It's nice when you take that stick out of your ass. You're almost a funny guy.' "'Sounds like envy talking to me.' The moon was on the rise, and its light gave us a view of Lake Travis's water level, well above normal. A park spread across a peninsula to our right. Picnic pavilions down near the water's edge were partially submerged. Waves lapped over their concrete benches and tables. Pointing almost directly north, across the base of the peninsula, I said, "'If we cut straight that way, we'll be in the woods that run along the shore.' Murphy had no preference on direction, though he swiveled his head, trying to find the location of the horde. Okay. I don't know if you ever came out to Lake Travis much. Can't swim. Yeah. I continued to point across the park. The shore of Lake Travis is mostly a series of peninsulas separated by inlets that used to be canyons or creeks flowing down to the Colorado River. It's like I'm back in seventh-grade geography. I ignored Murphy's comment. Most of the inlets have marinas in them. Where there's no marina, there should be plenty of private boathouses. I'm betting we won't have to walk far to find a boat. Sounds good. Murphy looked off in the direction that the sound of the horde seemed to be coming from. What about them? Don't know. The way the sound bounces around the hills, I can't tell from one minute to the next where they are. What do you think? Should we go back across the dam and try the other side of the lake? Murphy looked back along the road across the top of the dam. They could be over there, too. Till we actually see them, we're not going to know where they are for sure. I'd say let's stay close to the water on this side. If we need to escape, we just go in. I pretended to double-take. You want to go in the water? Murphy said, I can't swim, but I'm not neurotic about it. The water's calm, so if I have to wade in chest-deep to keep from getting eaten by a bunch of those skinny bastards, it won't bother me a bit. I looked across the park. Nearly all of the dense cedars had been cut down, Leaving only the big oaks. Despite the moonlight and shadows, I was able to see most of the park. I didn't see any infected moving about. I could only hope they weren't squatting in the deep shadows. Let's cut across the park, get on the other side of that cove over there, and start following the shore. It'll take longer to get where we're going, but it's a safe play. You're right, having the water as an escape route is a good thing. Besides, we might come across a stray boat along the way. Rock on, brother! Keeping a vigilant eye all around, we followed the road as it curved off the dam. We turned right onto the paved park road, descended as quietly as we could while the pavement changed from smooth asphalt to crunchy chip seal. Murphy leaned in close and whispered, This light you damn near glow! I looked down at my arms and legs. He was right. I frowned. Anyone or anything in the shadows would easily see us. Murphy grinned. At least when the Whites see us, they'll think we just like them. I shrugged. He was probably right about that. Maybe they won't fuck with us. It was a valid hope. We followed the road down past the ranger's booth. Nobody was there to take our fee. I smiled at the thought of getting into the park for free, probably just a manifestation of my overdeveloped aversion to authority. Near the edge of the water, the road traced the curve of the cove on the north boundary of the park's peninsula the sound of the whites seemed to fade as we followed the shore. The thing we didn't take into account, not really, as we walked along with the lake on our right, was that the hill rising to our left deflected most of the howls and cries above us, making the voices of the infected seem more distant than they actually were. At the tip of the peninsula, as it started its curve back around to the next cove, the hill that ran the length of the peninsula was cut off, forming a cliff that grew to thirty or forty feet above the level of the water. Before starting up the hill, I asked, "'If we go up there, we might find ourselves having to jump off. Are you afraid of heights?' "'I'm afraid of depths,' Murphy said, as though his meaning was perfectly clear. "'Depths?' "'You know how deep will that water be when I splash down. Seems that if it's deep enough for me to jump in without getting hurt, it'll be over my head and I'll drown.' "'You need to learn to swim.' I looked up the face at the highest point on the cliff. "'Let's take it real slow. If we hear or see anybody, we can run back down before getting in the water.' With a nod, Murphy said, "'Works for me!'